Operation Confidence proudly presents American Divisible Heroes Talk Radio Show. Tune in weekly on Sundays from 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Consuelo Mackey, co-host, Air Force veteran Matt Davidson, announcers Taylor Marcella and Brooke Gadetti, U.S. Army veteran and entertainment segment host, Charles Whitehead, U.S. Army veteran and strategies for host segment host, Dr. Kathy Cash, U.S. Army veteran and lifeline for women veterans segment host, Martha Elena Varela, National Director of Faith Services, Chaplain, and Veterans in Recovery segment host, Anthony Akinfora, and U.S. Air Force veteran and incarcerated to success segment host, Kevin Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at operationconfidence.org. America's invisible hero. Invisible hero. Operation Confidence is a grassroots nonprofit. The organization's mission is to provide stable housing for veterans who have experienced homelessness as well as providing a wide range of supportive services. To help accomplish our goal, a successful landowner has donated land for the project, a world-renowned architect has offered to design the houses, and construction classes from the local community colleges will take part in building the houses. Your support and donations are needed. To get involved, please visit our website at www.operationconfidence.org or email info at operationconfidence.com. Okay, well, welcome everyone. And thank you for tuning in to America's Invisible Heroes, the show that is dedicated to our veterans and their families. Yes, I'm your host, Consuela Mackey, Executive Director of a grassroots nonprofit organization called Operation Confidence. No, I'm not a veteran, but my heart goes out to our American heroes, especially those who are disabled and have been experienced homelessness. The show was established to provide a platform for our veterans to be able to share their experiences, heartfelt stories, resources, challenges, and accomplishments. American Invisible Heroes has a new format now. Uh, each month, sometimes each week, sometimes every other week, we'll allow one of our co-hosts to come on with the guests. So we're going to let board member and announcer Taylor Marcella introduce our calls for today. Take it away, Taylor. You got it, Connie. We have U.S. Army Reserve Veteran Board and board member Charles Whitehead. He is in entertainment and investigative um, reporting. And then we have Elita Smith, monthly segment host, the, trunky, the trucking industry for veterans. Okay. All right, Taylor, you going to start off with our first segment? Yes, ma'am. Because Black History is the shortest month of the year, America's Invisible Heroes wants to get a jump start on the holiday by informing our viewers and listeners about outstanding Black inventors who you may not be aware of. 
why February was chosen as Black History Month? Well, February was chosen primarily because the second week of the month coincides with the birthdays of both Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. Lincoln was influential in the emancipation of slaves, and Douglass, a former slave, was a prominent leader in the abolitionist movement, which fought to end slavery. Lincoln and Douglas were each born in the second week of February, so it was traditionally a time when African Americans would hold celebrations in honor of emancipation. Douglas's exact date of birth wasn't recorded, but he came to celebrate it on February the 14th. Thus, Woodson created Negro Week around the two birthdays as a way of commemorating the Black past, according to ASALH. 40 years later, or 40 years after Ford formally recognized Black History Month, it was Barack Obama, the nation's first Black president, who delivered a message of his own from the White House, a place built by slaves. Charles, take it away. Okay. All right. You want to um, take it away, Charles, and introduce our first guest. We're waiting on someone else to come in a little later. Sure. I'd like to introduce a new segment host, Belayda Smith, minority woman business owner of a trucking company called Life Greatest Transportation. Her operation and logistics manager uh, is Warren Etney. They specialize in long haul freight. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> they specialize in, because, you know, I was like, oh, oh you know. <laughs> they don't have a chip on their shoulder the rest of the show if I don't get it. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. Uh, they spell, hey, if you know me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a clown. You know, I like oh, it. Okay. Specialize... Uh -huh. Come on now. We're making the show fun. Okay. Anyway, they specialize in long haul freight and logistics and are thrilled to have established a collaboration with Operation Confidence to introduce veterans, including wheelchair users, to the industry to users to the industry to become productive, self-sufficient, and self-efficient members of society. Life Greatest Transportation has dedicated their professional skill in transportation to educate, train, and later employ veterans. First, they want to educate you, help veterans to understand the hours of service as well as the components to keep the truck running from day to day in case of a breakdown, along with the laws, rules, and regulations. And the second is training. Veterans participated in the world of virtual reality simulator uh, semi-truck driving. This will allow veterans to have the chance to experience the real-life opportunity of driving a semi-truck and developing a new skill set without the high cost of the damages that come along with uh, trucking. After graduation from simulation to the actual truck, veterans will perform those simulated skills literally. And then the third is logistics. Mechan that's the mechanics, the educator, the or dispatcher, the broker, trip planner, and a plethora also uh, are also provided with the training. <clears throat> Life greatest, Life greatest transportation has recently been introduced to government grants and contracts. This opportunity would assist operation confidence to open doors of opportunity for able-bodied and wheelchair users, veterans in the trucking industry. Take it away, Belayda and Warren. <clears throat> Thank okay. You. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you. All right. Mm -hmm. Hello, everybody. Um, thank you, Charles, for that great introduction. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm Valeda Smith. Uh, I am a minority woman business owner of a trucking company. 
called Life's Greatest Transportation. Um, it, I mean, it is a, it's a, it's a great business. You know, I, I love the trucking industry. Um, also, besides that, um, we also, we also do. Um, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> uh, so be you know with in the within the company. Um, I also do. Um, I just left, lost my train, train of thought. Oh, no. excuse me, excuse me. Hey, well, let me let me chime in just. A okay, little bit. okay, go ahead. Yeah, I, of course, I'm one, uh, Mr. Charles. It's a pleasure meeting you earlier today, and come to find out that you're um, affiliated with trucking also. Um, also, we are absolutely thrilled to be collaborating with uh, Operation Confidence and um, providing our professional skill set to as a commercial um, truck driver. This is not an easy task. As you know, the truck, uh, semi-truck is a 53-foot dinosaur, as oh, we yeah. call it. Oh, yeah. And everybody else, um, as lenient as people try um, to be, it's always the mindset of a truck driver to be the one that have to maneuver more than a small car. But uh, most of all, we um, like to mention just a, a little bit of the three things that you had mentioned earlier, the education part, the training part, and the employment. Right. Education is very serious. As you know, you have to have that safety gear, you have to know hand signals, and you have to be able to understand what it is that is needed <clears throat> when it comes to hours of service, knowing just about how many hours that is needed for one truck driver to drive in a span of 12 hours. So okay. it's a must that they understand those things first before getting into the actual truck. Right, right. So what happens once they have, we have educated them books, you know, understanding the dials inside of the truck, what they mean, the hours of service, um, what weight stations, how much do you can you move tandems from that point of view. Then we go into the actual training when they can mm -hmm. teach a person how to drive, how to back up, what how to make uh, right hand turns. These things are very important when it comes to that because not only are we trying to get what is needed from day to day, people that goes to Walmart, to the pharmacy or whatever, those things that those people have is come it comes through trucking right, trucking right. is the life the true vein to society yeah but so. we also we we specialize definitely in um like you said long hauling um where we're able to you know move go from coast to coast moving freight uh, we also do specialized uh hauling which is um, it's special. It's a specialty freight, which is um, um, a commodity, uh, uh, a really, really special commodity, uh, pretty much like a, a tiny home or even a mobile home that needs to be transported. Uh, even large beams like um, a beam that we would use for our highways and for um, bridges, things of that sort. So we're able to to move those different kind of commodities, uh, you know, and also, you know, we do with the logistics logistics portion in our company, we're able to receive um, receive different items and also ship out different items and also 
you know, house them there, you know, so um, it's, it, you know, uh, it's trust in, trust to, to it's, trust. Go ahead, go ahead, Mr. Turner. No, I'm going to say, hey, I, I know it's, it's uh, you know, there's a lot to it, you know, yes. but but if you really, uh, if you know what you're doing, it can be pretty straightforward and simple. So, you know. Well, why don't you let our audience know that you have a trucking company as well, Doug? Okay, <laughs> you know, when we get there, I was letting them, you know, explain, you know. The, well, how would you know all that information if you wasn't in the industry? Okay, yeah. well, yes, I am in the in the in the business. Uh, you know, I've been in it for three years. Uh, you know, as an owner, and I'm I'm trying to slide out of the uh, the ownership part and get into the brokership part. You know, so you know, okay. that, that's where you know that's where you can really make the money. You right. Know, that's right. actually uh, part of the reason that the trucking industry is is uh, is uh, kind of going down right now. A lot of big companies are going out of business because you know, 30 years ago, the brokers were 2% of the whole market, and it's over 20 now, you know. Right. And so, you know, there's a lot of competition, and, uh, you know, it's like, you know, you, uh, you know, it's just, you, you, but when you get uh, uh, government contracts and things like that, it helps. Right. You know, it, it definitely helps because now, you know, the government isn't trying to squeeze you for every penny, you know. Right. They're, trying to, they're yeah. like, if we want to get it done, that's mm -hmm. it. So right. that's the main thing about with these government contracts. Like it's a it's a legitimate contract between you and that person. So mm -hmm. as long as you fulfill your obligation, they're gonna fulfill theirs. Right. So right. you get no more direct than that. So uh, all the negotiating on what the your miles, you know, your um your rate per mile, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. all that stuff negotiated before you get it. Mm -hmm. And they understand. It ain't like that they don't do their due diligence. So that they don't know exactly what they're getting themselves into. They right. have people, I'm sure, that looks, they understand the national rate per mile. They understand that how long it would take to get a certain commodity from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. So this is this is like some of the main things that we have to understand to help a lot of the veterans. The veterans can come and do like what you said that you want to do, become a, a broker. Right. They can be a trip planner. Okay. They can be a logistics person. Right. They can right. do, it's, it's like as you were saying at the end of um, the announcement, it's a plethora of things that veterans can collaborate and do. They're, right. they're like you said before, it's proven examples that because you are in a wheelchair, that is it that someone would make it seem like it's impossible for you to drive. We know for a fact that it's not impossible. Yeah, they, you can modify a van, a car. You can modify a truck. Right. So there, right there. Um, <laughs> you know, besides being a business owner, I I do know how to operate oh, one of these eighteen wheelers. Let me say, you hey. know, <laughs> <I> <laughs> and she drives the trucks. She's yeah. a way better yeah, driver I than so I am. I do. <laughs> I do hold my commercial driver's license, which is a CDL. You know, and besides besides that you know it's you know besides that I, I know the business portion of you know the trucking industry but then i also know the driving side and being able to understand the ins and outs mm -hmm. of uh driving and also the truck like you know you need to know the different components 
on the truck and uh, things like that. I must get Wait a minute, hold up, hold up. What were you doing here in the back of the truck like a mechanic? Okay, okay. So um, <laughs> those are my airlines. Airline. And, and I, when I attach to a trailer, a 53-foot trailer, I connect those airlines to the trailer so it can it can help uh, with the brakes. So the brakes on the, the trailer are air brakes. And so air goes through to the brakes and that way I'm able to stop. It's also an electrical cord that attaches to the trailer for your, your lights, your uh, brake lights and signal lights and, and that. So that's what I'm back there doing is trying to connect oh, yeah. that. <laughs> right here she just, she just like, yeah, okay, you know, hose yeah. it. Yeah, she's a driver. Oh, yeah. Like I say, though, this this the industry is a little, um, you know, finicky. It can, it can be delicate. But like you said, you was once a truck um, truck company owner and you want to be much more diverse and move into the brokerage side. And this is the same opportunities that we try to, you know, um, let the veterans know. Like, right. listen, you don't really have to be a driver if you don't like driving. Maybe you can get into logistics and help the driver you do his trip planning a lot better than if he was to do it himself. Right. Okay, you don't want to do that. Yeah. How doing a little bit of um, uh, what's the ones that's the um, it's not the what? broker one. The, the broker, ones, the dispatcher, the dispatch. Dispatch, yeah, yeah. Dispatching is something that I feel personally that a lot of veterans they already know when they have to be deployed out someone, they have to let somebody know something about something else and where to be and what time to be there. So being exact, mm -hmm. I would choose them. That's why I say us doing in-house hiring, I would rather hire them because they are already dedicated to something. So that's why I'm, I'm thrilled to um, be able to uh, connect, uh, well, collaborate, life greatest transportation oh, with... No operation confidence and um, in introducing veterans and also wheelchair veterans into the mm -hmm. trucking. Uh, there are there you right have that video Charles? I do. I do. And you okay. know the, the funny okay. thing about go ahead find the child. Okay, I'll show you the video and then uh I have a couple I'm gonna show you this one is uh, yeah I'm I'm uh I'm gonna show you uh two of them. One of them's a uh European truck so Right, right, because yes. they, they customize these semi-trucks to be accessible for wheelchair yes. veterans. So now right. they, they could get in the truck and drive and be comfortable and be out there with the professional skill, uh, professional skill as a truck driver. Right. Very good. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Hey, and Lars, that you have to show all that. On the side. There you go. Huh? <laughs> Yes. Those yes. open and close automatically. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah, so like a regular van, like you know, a converted van. You know, so 
I'm out of space. Yeah, it's the version of minivan. You know. And and you know the thing about this is this is not a real big deal to put this thing in because you know you're not uh, cutting out a huge you know this is just like a little hydraulic hydraulic. Uh, yeah. I was saying that it could probably be the same look as on the tailgate. You know, like on the truck tailgate. Mm -hmm. They can it use can that same. Yeah. Let me find, let me show the other one. Uh, let me see. There's a, let me. That's why I always say it. never to say never. Getting up in the truck, you know, it's not two or three foot. You're talking six foot, seven foot, trying to figure out not to face plant or slip or break a leg or something, dislocate knees. I found a way. I haven't really met anybody that's in my condition, but I know, I know I'm an inspiration on TikTok. My TikTok is jparker9688. My getting up in the truck, you know, it's not he's two or three ready. foot. Oh, he's cheating a little, so we're going to find... Okay, here's yeah. a couple. Well then, what's your break? Wait a minute, I don't think you're... It's actually not that hard. I got another one. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be cooking all day, I ain't your mama. I ain't gonna do it. What you doing? <laughs> all day, I ain't your mama. <laughs> That's why I always say it's best to educate a person first. So you equip him with the knowledge that he needs, at least it, gives, it, it opens his mind or whomever, him, her, or whomever, to the opportunities that's before them. Like, some people never think, like, I could be able to do something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then when you when you, when you you actually see it happen, oh, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's outstanding. And that's where the, you know, just being getting introduced to the government contracts where, you know, they do have these contracts with, that's within the trucking industry that they have set it, it's called set aside contracts for minority, like a woman like myself, and then also veterans. So they have they have these contracts set to the side just for, you know, um, delivering things for the government and things like that, where you don't even really have to bid. It just comes straight to you because of they are looking for minorities and also uh, veterans to get into uh, the trucking industry to actually, you know, move some things for them so yeah, I feel like you were hard. talking about um you were actually you were actually doing some mechanical work in the back of the truck how would someone that's in a wheelchair do that type of work you was all on top of the, of the uh, you know that's a whole different animal there now that we, mean that you would, they would have to have a drive i mean of someone uh, to ride with yes, them yes you comes <laughs> especially to the airlines it they comes to that. a lot of the stuff that that's mm -hmm. like eye level down. Yeah, they, should, they like that's, that's what's part of the training to understand what you're looking at and know that part. So if a person that has the you know a mechanic come, they can actually name what is wrong with it, and not have to just be like, well, I guess it's kind of over somewhere. I don't really know. But when they get in the truck and then educating them about how the things that how the truck functions that gives them a better insight than trying to guess you know like you're doing a car you would guess the, what the problem is but when it comes to a truck you kind of know what could generally be the problem mm 
Mm-hmm. And, so and, what I was asking is the work that shit that Blada is doing. Uh, outside yeah. of if you can't story, climb up on there, then you can't do it. Right. I'll be able to climb up on there, but you can. You will have pretty much someone that is. That's in, what I say. You come with a second driver. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have a mm-hmm. driver, able body driver, and then also uh, when you're doing your pre trip, the able body yes. driver will be able to check uh, the things on top and things like that. But when when the truck is usually going wrong, you'll see leaks and things like that right underneath the truck, right. but they will probably have a cold driver, someone in a wheelchair to just oversee. And right. you, it's called a trip. So you do do that before you take off and leave. And then when you're, when you're done with um, your, your trip. So, well, you know, um, and, and the thing about these trucks too, because they're uh, ran, you know, you have computers in them. So you know, they yeah. always have these codes that tell you when something's going on. So, you know, and I'll be seeing these codes. I'll be like, oh, here we go. You know, yeah. I say, yeah. oh, I give you a warning before the death. So, yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, I was having uh, just recently my uh, the driver's like, you know, he's like, man, the truck is kind of hard to it's, it's getting hard to start. And I was like, I said, well, you know, I, I looked at the codes and I looked them up and I said, it sounds like a starter, you know, a relay or something like that. I said, don't turn it off. I don't care what you do. Don't because those trucks can run all year without being turned off. You know, oh, so oh, yeah. said, don't, don't turn it off because if you turn it off and you get stuck, you know. Yeah, you know. and that, with the cold driver, uh, you're able to keep the truck run going, going, going. Yeah. Like one person to drive, and then another person can switch over, so the mm-hmm. truck continuously goes. So that's why you could go from coast to coast without. Mm-hmm. Turning the truck off, right. except right. for getting fuel. <laughs> but Mr. Charles, though, have them to check your fuel filter, though. Have them to check your fuel because it could be some trash. Oh no, it was it was the starter relay. We, you know, it was, we, it was it, yeah, it was fixed. You know, oh wow. you know, like he was, uh, um, um, he was in uh, Virginia somewhere, and uh, the clutch went out. He pulled up to the, uh, to the I think it was a uh, Miller uh, Brewery. Uh, he was in it. And then got out of the truck to go get the paperwork. And when he got back in the truck, the truck wouldn't move. So, mm. it was, you know, and then, you know, so it was like, okay. So I called <laughs> and it was, and it was uh, Friday night. So, uh, you know, a lot of these mechanics don't work over the weekends, you know, especially. Uh-huh. Like, so it was, you know, I found somebody and, uh, and uh, you know, it took them, uh, you know, three, four days or so to, to get the stuff straight. But, right. you know. A lot of those things you just need to get familiarized with your truck. So, like Mm -hmm. you said, a pop up, or there's just something that doesn't sound right. And being familiarized with your truck and getting the training, you're all you're you're able to kind of fix a few things. You know, Uh, when I was back there doing my airlines, my airlines have snatched out before, but I had Mm. a and I I was able to reconnect that myself and get get my truck up and running and going without having to go to a mechanic and being down and not able to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I'm going to show you guys another video and then I'm going to uh, pull one with the, the sleeping quarters so people can see. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's show this guy right here. This is a different kind of lift. So. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with that one. <laughs> 30. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. 
Yeah, he, he, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm recording it, man. Oh no. I'm gonna speed it up. We can see him chair. Ten minutes to get him in the truck. Yeah. Takes a little time. No, he's gonna pull the wheels off it. He's probably one of the yeah, low, You know, I could tell he's um, yeah, he's uh, a higher. Uh, so that's the thing too with uh, you know, uh, people like the lower your injury, the more balance you have. <laughs> Was for him, little by little, you know. The only thing that'll be bad about that is if it's raining hard, he's gonna be soaked. Yeah. Oh, that hydraulic! See that pole on the outside? It's a. They want to be there, and then it'll, it'll, you know. Well, you know, you know. <laughs> they have all kind of custom trucks. Yeah, yeah, you know, this is just uh, um, I mean, it gets in there, you know, the, the uh, he'll be ready for his next load to be clear. Hey, uh, huh? yeah, he but, but you know, again, you know, that's a mad. That's a. It depends on the level of injury you have. So, you know, some people have less balance, so it requires more stability being uh, stable. You know, so you can't take a person that can walk and uh, expect him to. You know, you saw a guy climbing up in there, but yeah. I see he can use his leg a little bit. Whereas this guy, I don't think you know, nervous is in his vocabulary. You know, so yeah, I won't make him grab little it. by little. You know, he's slow, but you know, yeah, I, you can see the, you know, so so let me stop him. More of a truck driver than some truck drivers I've known. He's gonna be a truck driver one day instead of. Oh, so what you gonna do? They teach him. Okay. Yes, oh, sir. He's like, it might take me forever to get in there. He his chair there. Gonna go back outside, actually. Oh no! Okay, wait a minute. Hold up. Okay, so he got a and that thing is light. No, that's heavy. He yeah. Have, yeah. Have a little strength. It's a lot better. Yeah, but you know. Okay, let me let me find another one with the sneaker quarters. <laughs> Yeah, but Leah, you got a whole apartment behind you, your seats, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's enough room where you know you can make it comfortable. Oh, where yes. you know well, you have to. You got a whole apartment behind you. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's literally like an apartment. Yeah, it's just a, a tiny, a tiny apartment. It's comfortable where you have your bed. Um, you have the you have enough cabinet space. You have enough space to put a microwave. I have a microwave in mine. Air also fryer. a refrigerator. Um, I do have an air fryer in there. 
And so I, I like to, you know, prepare my meals and put in my little Tupperware, put in the refrigerator, and then all I have to do is warm it up. But it, it, it is very comfortable in there, oh, you yes. know. You're able to get out there and stay out there for a few days and then, you know, bring it on in. What is it like bunk beds to sleep? Yes. Yes, yes. It's a, you, have a, you have a lower bunk. You have a lower bunk that you just get right on. And then above that, there's another bunk. So yes, it is like a bunk bed. You just kind of step on up and there's another bed right there. Okay. And that folds up, the one on the top folds up against the wall. So that way you have space. Someone tall like Warren could just stand up in there without hitting his head or anything. Okay, so what kind of truck do you guys have? Um, uh, uh, I mean, it's a Freightliner. A Freightliner, Freightliner Cascadia. Okay, yeah, is yours a uh, manual or automatic? So, automatic, automatic. Okay, yeah, so I have a, a Kenworth T680. So, but uh, I'm gonna show you. Uh, yeah, here's a just a Peterbilt. I just got one. They have I me, mean, they got trucks with showers and everything, you know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the restrooms, showers, everything. Yeah, you don't even have to get out of the truck, you can live in that. I mean, it's a it's an RV ish, you know. FedEx, they the ones that have like it's called custom something, mm. and it, the truck never stops. Yes, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, they have a video for um, one like that. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> nice truck. So you can you can you can live in there for a couple weeks now. You can you can do a couple weeks in there. You have to come out at some point, you know. Then you have your rest area, you know, your truck stop that has the showers for you, you know, to take a shower, get something to eat, you know, maybe watch a movie. You can even put televisions inside these trucks. Mm -hmm. So it's, show it on this it's not, there. it's, you know, like I say, it's really a tiny home on wheels, you know, and the, you know, the heat is, is your fuel. And like you say, you can run a diesel fuel truck for hours and it doesn't even move the needle at all. Mm -hmm. so. That's amazing. It's beautiful. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, in a wheelchair, how do you get back there? Well, that's I, a whole different deal, you know, just like uh, has to be customized. Oh, well, you know, you can get in there. You just have to, um, like me, if I had to drive a truck, or, you, know, if I, you know, if I had to drive, uh, I mean, I can screw out. I'll put a bench back there in the back so I can, uh, uh, work with you know, so I can get on it and just like an office chair almost, like, you know, so you can like, get into it and just kind of move yourself around. Yeah. But, you know, so. Your, your, your driver chair can, it will be able to yeah, be around. 
swing around and be um, electric where it can slide over close to your bed and you can just get yourself in your bed. Mystery. So that's the whole that's the whole customization of these trucks for somebody that's with that's a wheelchair user. Uh, Sean, do you have any pictures of your truck? Yeah. yeah. The, the uh, truck that actually that you seen, the one with the lady standing in front of, uh -huh. that, that's our truck that's there. That's my truck there. Yeah, so yeah. It's, 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 like I say, the veterans, <laughs> definitely, that's one of those. That's, uh, that's, yeah, yeah. $3,000, you know, uh, I mean, it's, that's a house. That's an RV on wheel, pretty much. Yeah, they basically go months in there. Yeah, because these are guys, uh, it's like a horse show or something. They're, you know, they're pulling, uh, you know, these guys are giving these you know, car shows or race car drivers or whatever they are, you know. I see these kind of things when I, you know, I was living in Long Beach, right outside the convention center, and you would see these things come up, and these guys have satellites on the top of their truck, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. side dishes and everything. I mean, this is, for them, this is home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, with ease. You know, when everything is operating, when everything is operating at its best, oh, yeah. You can, you can, you can go, like, say, for weeks. For mm -hmm. weeks, we have a contract coming up where we'll be gone for, for a while. So it's just, it's the matter of, you know, like I say, helping each person when it, when it comes to driving these trucks, that they understand exactly what you're doing. And then give them the just the educated part, the know-how, you know, what to look forward to. And like I said, I just want everybody to think about this right here. Virtual reality simulation. Mm -hmm. Virtual reality simulation. Just just look that up and see that's where the new age of teaching is going. Right. Now you're able for a person to literally be inside of a vehicle and do all the things that it, you would do on a regular vehicle, but you're doing it home or in the classroom. How long is the class? No, I say from home or in a classroom, they can do this. Well, it, we would rather put it in a classroom setting just okay. so to whatever things that they need to work on, it would be it, the system will analyze what the problems are that right. a person is making. So those would be the issues that could be addressed when. Mm person is kind of like repetitive in the same thing. Maybe it could just be something that they're not familiar with. Right. So doing it through simulation would save you costs so that you're not tearing up a, a like a, a $150,000 truck. Right. You can utilize the simulation to be able to educate and teach them how to drive, just the maneuvers. Because they literally, like I said, later when they graduate, they will be put with a senior instructor. A senior instructor would take them on the road. And then that would, they would, the skill set that they develop with the simulation, they will apply this right here inside of a literal truck now. Mm -hmm. so, right, right, right. So I think that's the best way instead of getting that big cost of damaging trucks, slamming on brakes, you know, not understanding. It's dangerous to on those. <laughs> yes. That's very dangerous. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Those, yeah. uh, so, so here's uh, you know, my truck. You know. That's, okay. that's 